0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW, avoid prohibitive by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Deadline's new Hollywood podcast. My name is Dina Ray Ramos, and I'm here with my co-host... Amanda Nduka. And on this episode, we have the wonderful winston duke star of black panther which uh we actually saw black panther um before interviewing him so it helped a lot but we didn't talk <laughs> about we didn't give any spoilers no or spoilers no spoilers so um so winston plays um, mbaku, mbaku mbaku uh um, I don't want to say if he's a villain or a hero. He's, then, no,
2: no, but this is definitely we, we will say this is a breakout role yeah, for him. Yeah,
1: he, yeah, uh, it is a breakout role for him. He he was also on Person of Interest, mm-hmm. and he's been he's been in theater and. Um, He talks about going to school with uh, Lupita Nyong'o at Yale, a very good conversation. He was a great person to talk to about about a lot of things. He's very knowledgeable, very good storyteller.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Very good storyteller.
1: Um, So without further ado, here is Winston Duke.
2: Thank you, Winston, for being here. Awesome. Very excited to have you. So, just we want to just know, where did you get your desire to act?
3: Ah, man. Well, I come from. I was born in Trinidad and Tobago. Mm -hmm. uh, If you know anything about Caribbean culture, it's a deeply like storytelling culture. Yeah. Everything turns into this giant, prolific, epic story. Yeah. Like, you know, a guy tells you about going to get ice cream, and he was like, I met a man. There's <laughs> <laughs> always you know, a man. There's <laughs> a man, and, you know, this guy gave me not one, you know, not two, you know, <laughs> three scoops, you know. <laughs> I know, like, so you got three scoops of ice cream. <laughs> you know what I mean, okay. and it's like everything turns into this like epic adventure with a twist and a turn, and maybe there was some nuts put on top of that mm-hmm. ice cream. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, uh, and there's always, you know, I come from a place where there's a lot of folklore and all these things. So, like as kids, you know, the older people in the community would tell us all these folklore stories about you know kids who weren't uh baptized and their spirits that they some of them died and their spirits still you know inhabit the the forests and things like that and those spirits lure little children away so don't play in the forest (laughs) so like don't go anywhere without your parents kind of as a warning so i grew up with storytelling deep in my culture and then when i moved to the united states um i became kind of uh, reclusive um so theater actually became this way to interrogate myself and for me to start you know coming into my own and interrogating my identity and finding it um, so storytelling really is intrinsically part of me yeah. from you know my DNA to my expression.
2: Mm-hmm. And you came to this country when you were... When
3: About you were 10 tall? years old. Okay, yeah. okay,
2: cool. So, so, so I mean, being obviously, being black and being an immigrant and then also being super tall, because there's not that many... <laughs> t- a not, trifecta. Because there's not yeah. that many... I mean, there's not that many tall, mm-hmm. like, super tall actors. Like, I mean, obviously, yeah. you must have faced a lot of obstacles yeah. coming up in this business. Yeah,
3: so, you know, just... Because I go in, I do my best work, and, yeah. you know... Uh, As a result of not always getting the role, I also resolved to not always go into the room and try to book the job. Mm -hmm. I try to go into the room and win the room. Because if I can make great relationships in that room, The casting would bring me back. The casting would go, he's a talented guy and we can think of him for something else. Mm -hmm. Even if, you know, maybe a producer somewhere says, he looks like my brother and I hate my brother. So I'm not going to cast him. I'm not going to cast him for this reason. Um, But yeah, so... It was always this thing, I even used to say, I, I put on my IMDb profile that I was 6'4", when I'm really 6'5 and a half.
2: Oh my, <laughs> G- so you lied
3: about your height? I mean, so yeah, because... Lied about
1: your height, that's a new that's one. That's a new you one. Lie Typically lie
3: because, about their age. I've yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it just, it turns into this really intimidating thing. Yeah. And people think that once you're above 6'4", for some reason, 6'5, five. What What is it? Is it like a, a framing
2: half, thing? Like what? I like mean,
3: like technical, like is it yeah. like a technical Why are people thing? Uh, so- no, I think it's because it draws a lot of attention. Okay. so if I'm in a scene with a shorter person they may be the actual lead
2: oh yeah yeah that's true yeah
3: my size and my height might just be pulling attention away if we're sharing the same frame and it's not a close up okay I could dig a hole in
2: (laughs) yeah you know know, so because
3: they've they've made it so easy for shorter actors and they've made shorter actors look like the standard and there's nothing wrong with that you know it just it's a question of equity
2: Mm -hmm. like we Mm -hmm.
3: all deserve not just the same opportunities, but ways to make the playing field even. Yeah. So that that concept of equity, you know Stems right f- from race to so many yeah. other things. Yeah. Race, gender, sex, everything. That it's just a conversation of equity, and that's one of the things that I faced, just with height. So you you star in a
1: small movie called Black Panther.
3: <laughs> I know.
2: It's you know just a little. No, indie. no one's heard of it. <laughs> it's yeah. a little
3: indie thing small that's being done. Of, you I mean, know, yeah.
1: and um, no, uh, but for like uh, me and Amanda, we we saw it. I, I just want over. to get this out of the way. <laughs> I was shook to my core in that movie. I mean,
2: I think, think yeah. I think
1: everyone was and I was just so happy about it. Um, um but when you first read the script to Black Panther, um first off, how familiar were you with the, that that the comic books and how when you were reading it, how did you how did you think the story that Ryan wrote uh compared to the real world like parallels?
3: Well, I was always a really big comic book fan. Uh And, you know, first coming to this country, that was one of my first inlets into learning about American culture. And comic Mm. books really have always been a really great reflection of American culture and media for uh, a culture at every given moment of large influx and change in American culture. You know what I mean? So I unbeknownst to me i was learning a lot about america you know reading you know dc and marvel reading superman which is a very american creation yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> superman yeah. is super american yeah yeah, yeah. um uh, so is you know captain america and 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 uh spider-man and the mutants and all these different things um but one of the first things I did because I didn't right away get the script. Mm-hmm. So, what I did on the interim was I got to start learning about Black Panther because I didn't know much about Black Panther. I knew he existed. Mm-hmm. And I saw his character in some cartoons on Netflix, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, things yeah. like that. Yeah. Or, you know, things like that. So, I went to like my neighborhood comic book store and the guy recognized me because it was, I think, the week before it was put out that I, I got the job. Yeah. And he recognized me and was just, like, staring at me. (laughs) And it wasn't, like, the negative tall black man in a store being watched. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Look, like, he
3: was, like... He's like, oh well, I know who you I are. I know who you are. He was like smiling like, and like he's like a huh? Like yeah. kind of like nodding and winking. I was like, this that's is n- it.
2: that's not creepy. This isn't <laughs>
3: creepy. You know, I'm like, well it's not the usual creepy. I'll take yeah, this yeah, one. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. instead of like, do you need help? all no, no, right <laughs> uh, can I help you? I, yeah, exactly. yeah that, that one. Um <laughs> so he recognized me and then he just pulled Every single comic that Mbaku had ever been in, mm. in God, that's a lot. his history yeah. at Marvel, yeah, and he placed it on the table and said, "This is for you. Good luck."
2: Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm.
3: And that was my first encounter with just the community around this Black comic, Panther, yeah. yeah, but around Black Panther and just mm-hmm. also the comic book community around films. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So that really put me in a really great place, and and I started feeling the support. Um, So I started working that way, and then I started reading the Reginald Hudlin ones, which uh, were—those had a a specific view of Wakanda, a specific view of— Wakandan internal life and the pride that these people have for their country and why their country is distinct and their own. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that I really started learning. And that is one of the themes that really struck a chord with me. That I think once I read the script, I found that there. Mm-hmm. But I was able to attach myself to that more because I was exposed to the huddling. Mm-hmm. Uh, run and you know hudlin actually made a very big choice not to use mbaku because of the man ape thing yeah um and like the problematic uh Mm -hmm. nature of the the naming um Mm -hmm. behind him so he actually i I read his foreword and everything and he said that he actually said you know uh, a really iconic figure within this brand is M'Baku Manip, and I just couldn't bring myself to like hey. deal with that in my oh,
2: yeah.
3: uh, in my run and I thought that was interesting um, but I, I got a lot out of it and then I read a couple more about like you know the, I think it was the Cree or something invasion yeah, yeah and that really told me about like the sacrifices and what these people are prepared to do for their country and and how they define their patriotism you know mm-hmm. um, so that and I feel that's something that Helped me understand Mbaku's place and how he views yeah. his own in- idiosyncratic patriotism inside Wakanda, mm-hmm. and yeah, so I found a lot of parallels. Yeah, but it's nothing that I could I feel like could say specifically before this film comes out. Yeah, <laughs>
1: no, I, mean, I, that, I was just about to say that because yeah. people ask about the movie and mm. like people have s- seen it, right? And I can't talk about it without mm-hmm. giving it away. That's mm-hmm. yeah, that that that's like an. That's interesting. And it
3: just has so much. So I feel like it is hard. And it's all, I feel like I also have a duty to let people unpack this film for themselves and experience it for themselves and, you know, let them digest, ingest, digest, and then kind of come to terms with it themselves without. Telling you my thoughts on it was
2: it. really yeah. hard when people were like, "Oh, what did you think?" And I'm just like, "I, I, there's a, I have a lot of I, thoughts." I gotta go but home But it's like, <laughs> I have a lot But it's like I don't want. I'm, I'm usually, yeah. usually I don't care about spoiling movies yeah. for people, especially if yeah. they don't care. But I'm like, yeah. I really want you to see this movie and yes. and let's let's have the conversation yeah. afterwards. But and I, I think that's what's first. really powerful about yeah. the film is yeah.
3: that it evokes conversation. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, you, um, you you touched on this a little bit because you know you, you touched on how you related to the story when I was watching it. The the thing that stuck out to me was how it covered nativism and cultural identity, mm-hmm. and how there's a certain character who, I, I, yeah, I'm not going to give anything just, away. Yeah, that's it. That's, 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 that's enough. That's, yeah, a, that's, that's, a, a, that's, that's a, enough. that's enough. That's a theme. That's, enough. that's, that's a, there's theme. a character. Yeah, yeah. There, there's
2: a character. And <laughs> they're in a we're Like David's like, don't ruin yeah. it for me yeah. either. Yeah. No, it's just yeah. because. Uh, like, Th- that's those those are big themes. Yeah, so cultural yeah. identity.
1: Like, I I'm a first generation. I was Filipino American, born here. And well, I, we both are yeah yeah and, uh, yeah, and um well, i'm I, not filipino <laughs> <laughs> well, are you are what you i'm not gonna question it no but because like i've had struggle with my identity mm-hmm. just because i'm a first generation American. i'm like if i go back to the philippines i'm like I'll, i'm not filipino enough and if mm-hmm. i go back come here i'm not american enough mm-hmm. but how did you connect with that Whole as you know, an immigrant yourself, mm-hmm. d- did you connect with that storyline at all? I did. Um, you know, I, as an immigrant,
3: I feel like you do go through that because I came here quite young, I came here between nine and ten. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of my formative years and a lot of like my cultural identity was kind of foreign between those years of you know, one to nine or ten, mm-hmm. and then. As a young adult, I'm learning what it means to be American and how to try to be a better American to fit in because I'm not yet an adult and I'm still deeply impressionable and I just still want to be quote-unquote, cool. yeah, mm-hmm. And that is something that you have to kind of define for yourself, but the media is trying to define it for you and telling you what that means and not explaining to you the history behind the politics of cool. You know what I mean? So there's so much that was wrapped into it. So I did for a very long time feel like I'm not American enough, but if I go home, I'm definitely not Trinidadian anymore. Yeah. I don't even deeply have that accent unless I really try and Mm -hmm. do that or I'm talking to people and it becomes easier, you know what I mean? So, like, you don't feel that way. When I go home, actually... So they they import a lot of cars, mm-hmm. and you know when you buy a car, they'll if it's a used car, sometimes it'll come from China or something, and it's called a foreign used. Yeah. And when I go home, they're like, Yeah, 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 he's from me but he's foreign used.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, wow. a,
3: a foreign used car. So they're like, you know, he's foreign mm-hmm. used, but he's one of us. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, that idea of cultural identity um, and belonging. Um, definitely resonated with me, um, and I feel like, you know, it's, it's a very strong path to take, and mm-hmm. it's something that a lot of audience in some way deal with, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not just cultural identity of if you're an American citizen, there's just different subcultures present in the country, mm-hmm. in this country, in many countries, yeah. actually, um that people are like you know i feel like this i come from this place but i feel more like i belong and i identify with these people and their experiences or i don't just identify i empathize with these people and their experiences which makes me feel like i could be closer to them Mm -hmm. yeah so um i do i get it yeah you know i get it and I, i i i empathize with it um but as a as an actor in the story, I got the I get the I got the theme, but it wasn't something that I myself was, mm-hmm. you know, had to, to shoulder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean this movie it it's it's gonna do it's done already and it's gonna do so much for course, you know, of course, the community. Of I mean course. even and many communities. I, yeah, yeah, many again. communities. And then I mean it's since it's been announced, like, you know, the black community has been all in for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um what what for the people that are not part of, part of that like marginalized group that have been starving for content like this what what do you think they can take from this from
3: this movie oh god i feel a strong thing because this movie doesn't really give any answers i think it really what it does well is it contributes to a larger conversation you know mm-hmm, what i mean mm-hmm. and one theme that i believe is, is what's the responsibility you have to your country?
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: that's good. What is the responsibility that you have to your country? Do you blindly follow the leadership and blindly follow whatever at the time is a popular idea or or are you as a citizen? and what defines your citizenship is your task and duty to hold your country accountable for its actions? and its trajectory, Mm -hmm. you know? Wow. And, yeah, (laughs) yeah, and I feel even if, you know, the race politics that are there aren't, are lost on you or doesn't Mm -hmm. deeply impact you or isn't something that you are directly attached to right away, I feel like there's something for everyone to really engaging conversation about. Yeah, no,
2: it's definitely the the movie has a lot of purpose. Yeah. In it, you know. Yeah. It's um, to me, it's different than any Marvel movie. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. How it's, I it's, describe it is, yeah. it's
3: really it's, it's a Wakandan story. Yeah. That takes
1: place in the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. A good. That's you a, know what, that's what I mean? Br- yeah, that's a great way. Of putting I mean,
1: it's, yeah. just, it's just dope to look at. Like, I, like I've ne- it's like n- nothing I've ever seen before, and I think I love what. Marvel Studios is doing like they've done with Thor Ragnarok they Mm. bought us into this like whole different world that we've never seen before but kind of kept with like the MCU Mm -hmm. and then the same thing with uh, Black Panther is like they bought us to this like World new landscape yeah. that you've
3: never seen, but it's new still, culture. It's yeah, connected. but it's still within the universe, it's still within the DNA. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah it, which was really cool. different, and that's what I feel like. That is Wakanda. You know what I mean? And that's really that's what's really powerful. And there's so much to take away mm-hmm. from it, even if you're just gonna be uh immersed in the spectacle of it. Yeah, you know.
1: What was the last series that you binge-watched? Ozark. Oh, that's good one. Ozark That's on a good Netflix. one, yeah. Jason, Jason Bateman. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Um, what's,
2: what's Jason? Jason yes. yeah, yeah. Amazing, good one. amazing. Um, so, you know, reboots are like the hot thing now, like mm-hmm. reboots, remakes. Um. So if you could be a part or or make a reboot or a remake of a film or TV mm-hmm. series, which one would it be? Bad Boys,
3: Winston Duke, Daniel Khalil. <laughs>
2: Winston Duke and Daniel Kaluuya. That's a good recommendation. Yeah, Winston
3: Duke and Daniel Kaluuya, bad boys. Let's, go let's manifest that. Even manifest. Yeah, manifest. even though I think that manifest. they're manifest. doing like
2: a, a female version of they're that. Doing
3: yeah, for version. a TV yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they could
2: they still be a movie. They're yeah, they're, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how you go
1: really quick with it You're quick with the cast. you uh, quick with I the cast. you like, Ryan to direct it. Ryan will
2: direct it. That would be nice.
3: That would be going up.
1: Is there a movie or TV show that people would be surprised that you love? Mm. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Golden
3: Girls? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I oh binge watch God. Golden Girls constantly, constantly. Those jokes, that the writing of that holds up so well. It
2: does. It doesn't
1: get old. Yeah, okay. And it's so quick. It's so quick. Rapid so fire, rapid yeah. fire. Those women smart. are amazing. Super
2: witty. yeah. It Which, is
1: smart. Who is your favorite Golden Girl?
3: Oh, God. You know, I love Blanche. I love, like, like Blanche is just, like, this debutante. Like, yeah. she's just <laughs> out of touch with reality. <laughs> While being deeply in touch with reality, which yeah. is why she performs her her herself like that. Yeah. Um, I love Rose. <laughs> Rose.
2: Girl. She steals
3: the show. Rose, for me. Rose yeah, is Rose. The,
2: the mom, right? No, Ro- no the Rose, Rose is, Betty is the oh, Betty, White. Betty White. Wait, what's the mom? What's the uh, That's Sophia? Sophia. Sophia.
3: Sophia is, like, is the
1: expert.
3: Hey, man. <laughs> Sophia <laughs> is everything yeah, to me. And and it's boy. just like I love them all. They all have everything. off is just
1: yeah. Do- yeah Dorothy, shadezilla. She is the queen of Shadezilla. Shade. Oh my god. She
2: invented shade. I love it. it I love it. I can't. can't. I'm so
1: glad to hear you love (laughs) Golden Girls. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I'm in there. I'm in there.
2: Um, And honestly, obviously I'll be remiss if I didn't ask. But what can you tell us, and you can make it as broad as you would like. What could you tell us about Infinity War
3: and what to expect? Um, What to expect? I feel like Black Panther really sets up a new world and a new language and a new lexicon and landscape for the MCU to just start to play in and then Thanos enters and shakes it to its Of course. course. Yeah. And I think it's wow. gonna be a very exciting ride to go so on. So exciting. That's yeah. great. Yeah.
1: So, so everything that's built up We'll see. We can't yeah, wait. We, we saw that preview in the in the trailer where there's this huge. There is a huge war going on somewhere in Wakanda. That's all I know. <laughs> that's all. That's yeah, all you know. We, we see everyone running. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. okay, yeah. something's going yeah. down. Yeah. Um, yeah. So our last question we ask this to all our guests: um, What underrepresented voice in the industry, whether it be an actor, director, writer, producer, or creator, do you want to give a shout out to, or do you think deserves more recognition? I, do
3: I don't say. know if. She's underrepresented, but I feel it's time Lupita Nyong'o gets to, like, lead a film. And I, I'm here for that. Lead yeah. a film and lead a franchise it's and coming. just, like, she's gonna, yeah. show the great artistic monster and, and, oh. and, and you know, yeah. juggernaut that she is. She it's is. about time. She's you know cu- I, mean? I
2: mean, she has a couple of projects yeah. that she's producing, so yeah. she, her she, time is here, but it's going to, like... It's kind
1: That's of great. like she's kind of like this. I think she's kind of like this Beyonce thing going on. Like she's like, oh, I have something in store for y'all. Y'all just don't I know,
2: know. I'm gonna exactly. drop it on a Tuesday <laughs> it, yeah. exactly. around three. no promoting, no anything. Just yeah, y'all want to yeah, we together.
3: went to Yale School of Drama together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow, so, uh, we're old you,
2: at the same time. Yeah, oh, nice. yeah. So I was
3: one year under her. Oh so, cool. Um, you know, the, it's a the very small acting program. Yeah. So they're taking like 16 actors per year. Isn't
2: that, isn't yeah, that cool so to see like close. you guys all kind of.
3: There's so many of us. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, there's so many. There's uh, Asia, Naomi King uh-huh. on mm. uh, How to Get Away with Murder. Oh,
2: oh yeah. nice. Yeah,
3: Marcus Henderson who was in Get Out. Oh God. Uh, Trey Byers who's in um,
2: Empire. Empire. Yeah, I Trey was like under. Empire, <laughs>
3: Empire yeah. you know, Divine Joy Randolph, you know, it's... so many, so many of Yaya Abdul-Mateen. Oh
2: from yeah. And he's, he's a DC. Yeah, he's, he's in, in the DC. Like there's a
3: lot of uh, Mamadou athe. like there's so many that's so awesome yeah oh, nice.
2: that is good Oh. Well, well if you want to be an actor go to yeah. Go
3: to have... <laughs> uh, shout to out anyone. shout out to Yale School of Drama Can shout I out to Yale School of Drama <laughs>
1: right well Winston Duke thank Winston, Winston you. the Duke the Duke hey, that sounds you. so royal dude. thank Duke. you thank Winston you thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on Deadline yes. Hollywood new Hollywood podcast yes. uh, Black Panther February 16th it's gonna explode it's gonna explode